from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children! Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name's Aaron Catano. My name is Jeff Stormer. This is a podcast where Jeff and I, come here, that, get that pig back over here, Jeff. Where's the pig? Mr. Honkers? Yes. Mr. Honkers retired. He is living, he's living in like, he's living in Idaho. Last I heard from him, he opened up a, a cause out, like a, an insurance company. Jeff, is this an easy way of basically telling me my goldfish is dead? <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not using a metaphor here. Like, I, I signed the paperwork, we had the exit interview, Mr. Honkers is, he's great, he's, he's, he's transitioning into a new phase of his life, and he wanted to sort of, like, you know, he wanted to sort of be his own, his own pig, you know what I mean? Hey, no, I get it. He was highly motivated from the minute we picked him up for our team. I think that he's gonna be, I think that, really, he's gonna, he's gonna do really well. I don't have any worries about, about the Honkers insurance agency. I think they're gonna- Oh my god. <laughs> um yeah i'm either way i'm still crackling with dark energy and i'm ready to i'm ready to smash um so this is a character creation podcast where each week a listener tweets discords gmails whatever's us a uh, character prompt and we make it into a tabletop character just for you yeah it's a lot of fun we you know you're here with us creating this character right alongside us it's really it's a special experience it is Aaron, do we have a prompt this week we do it is m from twitter user Plantbird, a beetle beast man who runs a casino okay that's fun that's cute i it like is. that that's a fun cute little all right that's gonna be a lot of fun i love it's gonna it be good. um so we have a beetle Yes. My question to you is, is a ladybug technically a beetle? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm going to Google that real quick. Because because the immediate image for me is a ladybug? Yeah, it's a beetle. It is, in fact, a beetle. Yes. Okay. Can, can the casino owner be a ladybug? Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Fuck yes. Okay, so let's roll on pronouns real quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, he is a beetle. <laughs> he is a beetle ladybug. Okay. Yeah, right. So, um... This ladybug runs a casino. Yes. Is it in Iron Hill? Is it the Iron Hill Casino? Uh, it is now. You know the rules. It is I know now. The rules. Okay, so Iron Hill has a casino. I'm going to say it's like, this place is popping. Like, it's awesome. Like, it's is it gigantic or is it like an underground casino? Is this like shooting craps in a back alley? Or is this like uh, the Golden Nugget just pot is like in Iron Hill? I think it's a little of both. I think it's like shabby. Oh, I like that. I think it's like I think it's like shabby gaudy. It's a, mm. it's kind of um I'm picturing like a almost like a comedy club atmosphere. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he aspires to be like the golden nugget. Like he aspires to be, you know, the symbol of elegance in iron hill is the iron hill casino Ooh, okay so this is like this is an entrepreneur who wants to make this current like shoddy little enterprise like a hotel casino where everyone has to stay like it is the place to be and be but i don't think it's there yet and i think that's important (laughs) to me Okay, question number one. How shitty is it? Like, is it like me starting a casino in my living room? Or is it like they have a little stage for comedy, they have a bar, they have a little tiny restaurant, or is the entire- Okay, Jeff, then I have a thing. What? Okay, go ahead, because I also have a thing. Is the restaurant and bar slash comedy club all run by this ladybug? Like, he's wearing a ton of different hats, or are there like- Yeah, for sure, yes. (laughs) Well, actually- no, because I, I have something, oh. and I'm going to run with it. Please, but I think, no, please. Yes, I think yes and no, because I've got something that I'm, I'm really into, and I'm going to run with it. Gimme. I think he he doesn't run it, but he does upkeep on the people. I say people, but they're in quotation marks. The uh, automatons that run it, because I'm kind of picturing Stop. like a Chuck E. Cheese aesthetic. Oh. My. <laughs> okay. I need a second, Jeff. You're saying that this casino has a Chuck E. Cheese theme? So it's like 
well, Gabatil. I don't. What's the casino called? Uh, uh, I think. Hmm, the Lucky Bug. Um, yeah, it's the Lucky Bug. The Lucky yep, Bug. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Lucky Bug. Welcome to Lucky Bug. I am okay. So he, okay. So going even further back, I am Funbot here to, to give you fun. So there's Funbot. Does Funbot? Of course, Funbot needs a band. Who are the Funny Bunch? Yeah, the Funny Bunch. Funbot, the, the Funny, funny Bunch. The Funny Bunch. But the hold on, I gotta get words here. The Funny Bunch Jug Time Band, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the Jug Band! There's one on the washboard. All right, are they all bugs, or are they, like, really shittily made robots? Like, <laughs> I think they are. Aaron, I don't see why they can't be bugs. <laughs> they're, because they're beast men, right? Like, they're, in the in the Chuck E. Tree Cheese tradition, these are all beast men. Oh, my God! <laughs> but they're, like, shoddily made robot beast men they're, that, like, don't quite move in the way they're supposed to. They're made out of, like, stuff that you'd find in, like, a comedy club. So, like, Funbot's arm is, like, a mop. His head <laughs> is... <laughs> I told you, he's not there yet. Not so, there yeah, yet. the robots are shoddy. But there's a charm to them. It's not like Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, yeah. Okay, so also, um, uh, let's name this ladybug, um, who works at the Lucky Bug. Who's the Lucky Bug? Um, okay. Hmm. Um, got any good bug names? What's a good bug name? Bugs have shells. Ladybugs have spots, and they're red and black, and they're cute. Um, it's a beetle. Spots L shells. Spots L shells. Shellsman. <laughs> I say L because his middle name has to be Lucky because <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese's middle name is Entertainment. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Chuck, his name is his Charles, name is Charles Entertainment, Cheese. Entertainment Cheese. I'm bumping like everything in my office right now because I can't control myself. First of all, I did not know that his name is Chuck Entertainment Cheese. So this is... It's technically is it? Charles Entertainment Cheese. Charles. Charles. So this is his name is his name is Spot Lucky Shellman. Spot Lucky Shellman, yeah. So it's Spot L Shellman. Oh my god. Okay, so cool spot. No, that's for all you all you old heads out there who enjoy the taste of Seven Up. Um. This this episode is sponsored by Seven Up. This episode is proudly if you'll sponsored. Excuse me. Ooh, yeah. That's Hold good. on. I need That's a second to take a sip from this cool, refreshing beverage that is not Sprite. It's... Seven. Oh, oh God. It's it's not really that good. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> it's real. It's real tart. It's very tart. Um, I have eight cases to go through. Thanks for your sponsorship. <laughs> Anywho. So when they say they're going to give you a lifetime supply of 7-Up, what they don't tell you is they're just going to give it to you all at <laughs> once, and then it's just in your house. My it's couch is here. made of just cases. <laughs> all my furniture is made of 7-Up cases. Okay. So back to Lucky. I so mean, we got a little bit off track. got a little bit off track, but it's okay, because that was an important sponsorship plug. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have Funbot and the and the what was it? God damn it, the Funbot Jug Time Band, the Funbot Jug Time Band, and uh, so Spot runs this casino, and the yep. casino is it okay? First of all, my my question is: Do they use chips? Do they trade in like currency, or is it like, or like you know what I mean? We could go like, oh, you trade your soul, or it could be like, I just want money. Does Lucky want money? No, I think I I think he just traditional wants money. casino. I think perfect. He is a bus- I think he's a businessman. Okay, so why isn't it taking off? Is it because it's new? Or is it because, like, there just aren't the investors? Because you need capital. Like, for a casino, you can't just go all in unless you're, like, a billionaire who wants to open a casino using your own money. I think it's that – I think it is that that it's just starting out. Okay. I think it's that it's starting out – it's it's a thing where the casino is just starting out. Like, he's just launched it. Yeah. But he's like, I want to be here. So I'm going to do every, I'm going to push everything, rather than starting small and expanding. Yes. He has set his sights on enormous and he's like, I'm going to do this and just has to make a lot of compromises. So putting, he is indeed putting the cart before the horse. 
Like this is, yeah, it's like, whoa, you need slot machines. Yeah, but I made robots. You don't need those yet. (laughs) You're not there yet. But I made a robot concierge. (laughs) It's like, what? why? So is the robot wait the entire establishment? Yeah, because if you can't afford to pay employees, that means this motherfucker has made so many fun bots. They're filling every every job oh. because it's the it's the casino of the future, Aaron. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, understandably so. Yes. Wow. Okay. So we have a this is a brilliant ladybug. Yeah. You're right. 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 He's an artificer. He's a builder of machines. Okay. This is getting cool. So I think I think what what Spot's problem though is is that he's just kind of shitty at running a business. Like yes. wants to acquire the money. Knows how to create robots to avoid, like, paying staff, which is kind of fucked, but whatever. I don't know if Iron Hill has strict labor laws. Anyway, <laughs> um, but isn't the best at running the business. So what is the casino like? Is it what we'd call a casino, or is it just, like, yeah, Iron Hill games of chance? I think it's I think it's very much like what we would call a casino, yeah. because now that he, I think if he's, like, a machinist, I think it's a lot of... um I think it's a lot of slot machines. Oh, I think yeah. it's a lot of like uh, Kino automated it's roulette. Yeah, like Kino and automated roulette tables. Yeah, and like video poker. It's a lot of things that you can do with machines. I love. This. So it's basically like an arcade. It's like an arcade. It is very much like an arcade in that everything is like video games and related things that you play. Okay. Okay, Jeff. You know what? I have a cool idea for then. There is poker and, like, card games, but it's all VR. Ooh, that's neat. Yeah. I like that. Is it VR gambling? Like, you can play traditional slots, or is it, like, you enter a fucking slot machine, and visually, it's like, hmm, how would a VR slot machine work? I think there's there's levels to it. Yeah. I think that, like, much like a casino, like, the first floor is, like, slot machines. Yeah. Like, there's a floor of just slot machines of, you know, Kino automated roulette. And then, if you're willing to pay, there's, like, the real games. And those are, like, kind of like, it's almost like a, <sighs> it's like a benign version of Mind Over Matter, right? Yes. Where you pay and, like, you enter into a dream space and then there's, like, real wild, like, you're betting on, like, mind monsters battling and things. Jeff, you die in the game, you die in real life. No? Oh, wait, no, we already did that. We already did that. We already did that. I don't think this is full Shao Clown, but I think it's, like, the same kind of idea where there's this mind, like, mind space that you enter into. Yeah. And I think because of that, it's sort of, uh, it's almost like Westworld, where, like, yeah. you know, where people where people are like, I'm gonna be a gladiator and fight to the death, and you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, I lost 30 bucks. Ooh, okay. Okay, because this is, okay. So, we have the casino established that, like, it's, one, it's shitty, but so are all these, okay, are these VR games bad? Because we said it's not doing good. Or is this just like an untapped resource? Like, uh, I think it's an untapped resource. I think I like that. Why is no one coming in? Do they just not know about it? Or is it just that ugly? It's like in the basement of like a bodega or like a hair salon. Does it have a bad location? Hmm. Like, why isn't anybody going to this thing? It can be, it can be a multitude of reasons. I think people don't know about it yet. I think it's, it's, I think it's, or maybe actually, uh, I've got two ideas. Yeah, throw them both out. Too. Yeah, sort of. Uh, I think the reason is because of time. To- is because of the time in which the business is run. Is it because Mind Over Matter is still Ooh. Ig- under Shao Clown? Yes, and is and people still think of this dream space as like if I die in there, I die in real life, and oh. he has to be like, no, that's not true. I'm not doing that. Oh, so this is all a timing thing. It's just like this this technology came out around the same time as like I think maybe the blow up of uh, Mind Over Matter. Right. And people think that because it's like, I mean, there just as in our world, there's a stigma associated with gambling. I think it's the same situation where it's like, I ain't going near that thing. One, I might lose yeah. money, and two, I might die. And it's like, no, 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 you won't die. And I'm, I don't trust this. This is wrong, and I don't like it. And it's like, but I right. have funny bots. You have to come see the Jug Time Band. Um. So how do they? How does Spot get people in? You know, who is Spot? Who is this beetle? Obviously a brilliant like machinist. Uh, Spot grew up in Iron Hill. Like Iron Hiller um used to do How old are they? How old is How old is Spot? Let's 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 build him from the ground up. Older. Okay, I like this. Older. Like has had a has had a uh decent career as like a machinist and a builder of things. Okay, I like that. 
So Spot retires from building machines and to chase his real passion, which uh, I think, okay, this is stupid, but I think the idea started from the Fun Bunch bots. Like it was, I created a Chuck E. Team, Chuck e. Cheese Fun Time Band and was like, oh my God, I know what I have to do. I can build a business around this. And at first it was like, come see my Fun Time Band. It's like, no, that sucks. Spot, that is that is terrible. I do not want to see your fun time band. But if you build, you know, a bar and a restaurant and then games of chance. Right, then that draws people in. Or is this someone who just wants to be like the king of games uh, and just has like, wants money? You know what I mean? Like, you can make a lot of money if you have a successful casino. I think it's that they want to be, he wants to be a star. <laughs> Like, he wants to be, like, the guy. he wants to be a celeb. Yeah, he wants to be the guy. He wants to be a celebrity. So he has made this, like, entertainment central. Okay, I know what's <laughs> happening then. From someone who worked, who's literally on, put in his two weeks at a restaurant that was literally created as a place to be seen and, what is it, to be, to... See, to see and be seen? Yes, like, it's a place where, like, celebrities go to take Instagram pictures. I know exactly what this motherfucker does. So, Spot is not cool. Old machinist, just technology, technology, technology. Not a big social sphere of influence, okay? Right. Known for building machines. Builds the Funny Bunch, builds this bar, this place with, like, games of chance. The mop bots still, they're not great. The robots, not quite great. I think they have a rustic charm about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the idea is, if I can get one famous person to come to my casino, more will come because of word of mouth. He has to build word of mouth. And, like, a, he basically needs PR. Right. So... And this ties into an idea that I had. Hit me. I've been thinking about when to drop it in. Okay, drop it in. I think so. So he needs PR. He needs that one big thing, right? Yes. What does every great casino need? Oh, a motherfucking magician. Magic ass. Yes! <laughs> yes! It's him! The crow is back! <gasps> Jeff, we saw, oh my god. This is the business that becomes the theater space that Ansel performs in. Yeah, this is Ansel Mind Freak has a residency at oh. the Lucky Bug Casino. Oh. And that's where he becomes Iron Hill's most popular act. <laughs> oh my god. And it's also where you know who shows up. Holy shit. Well, here's the thing though. I, I think that it does that he never books Wizard <laughs> because he can't, because he doesn't think he can afford the booking fee. <laughs> that's a money issue. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. It kills Wizard. <laughs> He's so consumed. I, I will die happy if I could just book the Lucky Bug. I wish I could book Wizard, but my God, those, he's a steep price. I don't even think that it's... I don't think he wants to perform at the Lucky Bug. <laughs> I think it's just that he hasn't been... He's like, how won't they invite me? I don't... You bastard. I am... I am... Fucking wizard. I am fucking wizard. How dare they you? They don't want to fucking book wizard? This is bullshit. That place is going to burn. <laughs> so, how do they meet? Because I want to make this, I want to know, I want to get to know Spot. Right. So Spot is, Spot is someone who wants, just wants to be the guy. Wants to be yeah. the person who owns the coolest bar, restaurant, casino, like, you know, in all the world. And thank God location is ideal because Iron Hill is like the hopping in spot. You know what I mean? Right. Iron yeah. Hill is dope. Um, so has that on lockdown and then just can't, doesn't really have the friends, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not connected. He's not, he's not in, he's not in the space to sort of it like instantly escalate within the world of celebrity. Okay. So how does he go about putting out an ad for, for like what performer wanted magician wanted or is it like hmm like how do the two because i don't want to go off in like an ansel mind freak tangent because my god it's so tempting and i just want to sink my teeth into it like i think i know okay i think he i think what he does sort of to learn the business and to raise the money to open the space is he does freelance work okay i love this and part of that is he falls in with Ansel Mindfreak. He's already, he's already, he's able to, he goes to like entertainment people. He goes to people that need things and he's like, look, 
My specialty is I can make things. I make <gasps> things that do things. So he goes to people and he, like, puts together, like, robots for presentations or maybe, like, security guards for, like, a, a vault or something. But along that lines, he falls, he meets Ansel Mindfreak and is like, you know, I've got, like, 30 years of building gadgets. I can build gadgets. And Ansel's like, hmm, gadgets, you say. Per- Jeff, this is perfect. What you just said is literally perfect. Do you remember that we said Ansel Mindfreak takes over Mind Over Matter and it's not threatening anymore? It's not life-threatening anymore. So the two of them meet because this is just an engineer on the show. Yeah. Fucking Spot is making like destructible robots that like anybody can wreck. He invents the VR that doesn't kill you. Mm, he finds a way. He's found, he's low. Mm, I got it. Yeah. I got something good. He has found, he figured out when he was like a machinist how to like enter the, create a machine that would allow you to enter the dream space without like killing you. Yes. He figured out how to create almost like a router. Yeah. Or a firewall where, it, like, you're, you're going through the machine and not directly into the space. So, like, if the machine goes down, you don't die. He figured out how to do that. And he figured out how to do it, but, like, didn't want to get involved with Mind Over Matter because it scared him. Because Shao Clown is scary. And said, like, okay, well then, well, I mean, I figured it out, but I'm not going to do anything with it. Okay, so what is the point then? I think the the point has to come where Spot goes from being, like, behind the scenes to being, like, I want to be the guy. I don't want to be the face. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't want to host Mind Over Matter or, like, be out there. But I think... I think it's just a matter of ambition. I think this is just an ambitious ladybug. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Who's like, I can take my tech and, like, make it my own and make my own business around this. And people want to play it. People want to use my technology. But what if it wasn't, like, always an adventure? I've always wanted to. (gasps) I've always wanted to run a casino. I've always wanted to make a billion dollars. And I think it's just all of his talents. His entire life has led up to this point, a culmination of abilities Leading to Funbot and the Fun Junk Band. Yes. This is awesome. Um, so does he just call up Ansel Mindfreak? Cause Ansel Mindfreak is popular. I think he like reaches out to Ansel Mindfreak and offers to like work for him. Yeah. And I think he does, I think what it is is they work together for a while. Like he builds gadgets that Ansel uses in illusions. Cause Ooh. Ansel doesn't do magic. Yes. He does, he does stage magic. He does illusions. So the gadgets that help him do that. So, like, the box that pulls apart that looks like you saw someone in yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. Spot is making that. Okay. Spot is building that box. Or, like, a thing where you open it, you put something inside, and it, like, vanished, goes through a secret hidden compartment. Spot's making that. Spot's the one, like, building the gadgets that Ansel's using. Okay. And he uses that money to open the casino. And I think somewhere in their friendship, he just casually lets slip, because they're talking, like, maybe Mind Over Matter comes near Iron Hill. Yes. And... Spot's just like, yeah, like, I don't, I hate that it kills people. It doesn't have to. And he, like, pulls, he, like, he's like, it doesn't have to. If they just use, like, a router. And Ansel's like, wait a second. I love it. That's his key investor, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, Ansel's his key. Okay. So do you want to flash forward to the future real quick where, like, he is the guy? So, like, he and Ansel, like, through Ansel's connections being, like, a famous illusionist, Slowly, the casino builds up in Iron Hill, and now it's gone from being, like, in the basement of a 7-Eleven to, like, it's its own giant, beautiful spotlights blasting, you know, has, you know, uh, Shock and the Spirit Dragons play on Monday, and, uh, like, Ansel's on Tuesday, Wednesday is for Wizard, but he never actually still books it, but they leave it dark. Like, Wednesday, it's dark to honor Wizard. <laughs> he's like, he's like, one day, one day. One day I'll get him. <laughs> um, I think Wizard, I think there are definitely interviews. I, I just want to point out there are definitely interviews where, like, people are like, so do you think that you'll ever uh, perform at the Lucky Bug? You know, they they keep it dark every Wednesday for Wizard. And he's like, they've never reached out to me. <laughs> Dark for wizard. And Wednesdays for wizard. It's dark. <laughs> well, they don't never reach out to me. I don't even. Uh, what's the lucky bug? I don't even know where that venue is. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of. Uh, I have a lot of bookings. I'm pretty busy these days. Oh so, my uh, god. Okay, so spots the guy. Spot becomes so the guy. So now what? Like that's not in. As I have seen from meeting the owners of my restaurant, that is not enough. What is it now? You know what I mean. Uh, I don't mean like a quest to slay a fucking dragon, or it could be. You know what I mean? So if you're tech, because this is someone who is a is a creative, 
Like, yes, yeah. you want to be the guy, but also tech is getting, I guess it's, maybe it's stale. Is it, is the technology, has it changed? I want to say the funny bots stay the same, by the way. Oh, yeah, the, the funny bots are definitely, like, he's, he never invests money in, like, improving the funny bots. He only invests money in inventing new characters. Oh. And so everybody's like, he's like, hey, it's, hey, it's Pizza Gary. And he's like, what, why did you invent a pizza man? Why didn't you just fix the, uh, fix, like, the robot with the mop? Well, I'm Pizza Gary, and I like pizza. You don't even sell pizza. Why did you do this? <laughs> um, <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't like Pizza Gary? Do you, do you not like Pizza Gary? <laughs> okay. Okay, Jeff. This, this is, it's either one of two things. Okay, because we said his first creation was the Funny Bots. Does he right. want to create some kind of Chuck E. Cheese or TV show spinoff or like play or like a playhouse where it's just Funny Bots? I, that does feel, that, that does feel like his old, you know what? In retrospect, that does feel like it's low key his ultimate goal. We've been talking this whole time about like he, he first creates the funny bots and not the casino. So I think after, okay, so his first desire is for tech, right? And he's like, I love tech, yep. you know, and then he loves performing. He wants to be the center of attention, but like his baby is on display. You know what I mean? Whether it be yeah. like a performer at his casino, whether it's you in his VR enjoying a game or the funny bots or his children. Jeff, I think he wants like, he wants a theme park. It's the next logical step. Does he actually want to make some kind of weird West world? Full of funny bots? Or is this like, I want to make a Legoland? Or is it just as simple as, I, I want to live in a house full of funny bots? <laughs> I think what it is. <laughs> this is a horrible choice, by the way. <laughs> Sorry for giving you the shittiest option. Sorry, listeners. I'm obsessed with the funny bots. <laughs> no, I know what it is, and I just have to find the words for it. I think it's that he wants a traveling, a traveling review. Stop it. <laughs> no he has a it's a fucking play we have we yet to we don't have any actors do we we don't not to my no we I, he has a traveling theater troupe of funny bots of kind of shoddily made robots that are silly beast man characters oh my and they come like similar. It's modeled after Catch Cavalier, so the wagon shows up, but everyone's like, "Oh no!" Hey, everyone, we are the Lucky Bug 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 Bugs. <laughs> no, I got it. I know what it is. Give me a second, because I gotta. So there's a tiny town somewhere in the mountains. Stop it. One day, a messenger runs through the town square arrives like screaming screaming the wagon is coming the wagon is coming people cheer and they they look around they're like could this be the day could this be the day that catch cavalier comes to our town people are like oh man maybe this is the day we find like the catch cavalier show is coming this is so cool <laughs> and then the the wagons arrive the wagons arrive and everybody's ready to laugh and love and grow <laughs> and the curtain drops Hello and welcome to Funbot and the Funbot Fun Junk Band present a night of entertainment, and then an arm falls off, <laughs> and it was just like, "What?" Yeah, they do, they do historical dramas <laughs> like the Shakespearean plays that no one does. They do the histories. <laughs> they do fantasy history plays, and everyone's like. Oh my, and they won't leave. Like, they, they, they're robots. They're gonna finish no matter who's there. So even if, even if no one's watching, like, if you're asleep, the show is like, you're trying to sleep and you hear like, and then he drew his blade and pulled it from its heart and planted it in his chest, chest, chest. <laughs> so, I'm so glad that you repeated that because I was about to repeat myself a bunch. So, wait. Can I tell you what happened to Spot this whole time? <laughs> Spot is back in the headquarters of the Lucky Bug in a VR set, like somehow watching every single play and being like, I am the guy. <laughs> he sheds a sing he watches each play, sheds a single tear. It's like, oh my god. He what? watches it. He watches it with the exact same pose that Big Jeremy watches the Iron Hill pageant. <laughs> Just the two fingers, like, hmm. Yes. 
Good. <laughs> Good job, Good. Bucket Larry. <laughs> Except, unlike, I think the difference between him and Big Jeremy is that, like, and this is this is funny, but it's also kind of sweet. Is that like because these are his like these are his babies, right? The fun bots are his babies. So so unlike Big Jeremy, who like is just merciless in his critiques when he's watching, he's like, Caitlin missed that line. That was supposed to come that was supposed to come a beat earlier. Yeah. This is this is this is imperfect. Spot is watching this like terrible robot production, like, yes, this is perfect. This is beautiful. I'm really we did it. I'm so proud it. of you, Bucket Betty. Bucket Betty, <laughs> you knocked your roll out of the park. Bucket tonight. Betty. Okay, so now he sits back while the robots. He sits back as the robots make the casino run, and he can follow his true fashion of the funny bots, just like <laughs> traveling theater troupe telling the history of the world. I think this is the funniest fucking thing. In the world. <laughs> and when they break down. Oh, no, obviously they can self-repair. Like, people pray for the day they break down. <laughs> like, one day they're in Geode. And, like, uh, keep in mind, there's, like, 50 of them in the show. Because in, like, a oh, full Shakespeare so production, characters. there's, like, there's a full band. It's, like, Springfield level of, like, char- like one-off characters. But keep in mind, there is no, like, there's no acting. They kind of just stand there. And lines come out of their mouth. They pivot. They pivot. They pivot every now and every hour they pivot. But for the most part, they kind of just stand there and like the audio just kind of plays like a track. The only like movement is they wheel along on tracks. (laughs) And sometimes things get caught in the tracks. And so they start wheeling. They start wheeling and it just. (laughs) Okay. My question then is, does the, okay. So if that's the case, they're not good bots. And so. If, okay, say something does break down, like one of them gets on and all the robots like fall over, in order for them to leave, the town has to come together to like stand them up and let them finish the show. So do people start, do they become beloved funny bots or is this like a plague on mankind? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, does this become some hellish torture or is it like some people think it's charming? Like, not everybody would hate it. Do they have a cult following? I think some people hate it. I think some people love it. I, I think one place in particular, I, I, I think, loves it to death. But I think what it is, is, I think a lot, I think what it is, is, it's not a plague. It's not a, uh, <laughs> it's not a delight. What it is for a lot of people is like a, um, not a fable. I think it's a parable because it's like, you have to know your history. Yes. Because if you don't know your history and the robots come, you can't get them to leave. (laughs) So it's something that's taught in school where people are like, why do I need to know the history of the Battle of Iron Hill? And people are like, do you want the robots here for six weeks? (laughs) Six weeks? Man, it's like a national (laughs) tour. They have a six-week run in in your city. Like, they'll just do the same. Like, they have a – no, I think there's like a near infinite – like, no one in history has heard the same story twice. Oh, for sure. But no one enjoys it either way. I, I think there's one place that loves it. Gimme. I think that the town of Mud Trap, <laughs> when the robots come by, are like, yeah! Fuck I'm yeah! You robot! I want to know the history of Dragon. And everybody sits down, like, just ready to listen. Because they got nothing else to do, but they, or you can just listen while you work. Bosley Dickwell is just digging like, meh. Love them robots. <laughs> Loving them robots there. And good robots. Question for you. Is this, <laughs> this is how history is taught? Do people like bootleg this and then like write it down? Like, you know what I mean? Is this the only way people know the history of shit? Yes. Is people have like transcribed this traveling, this mythical theater troupe of fun bots? Yes and no. I have something for that. Okay. I'd love that you have something for that because that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> I have something for this. So. This is drawing on something. This is drawing on a real passion of mine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story, and this is, and then I'm going to apply this directly to the fun box. Yes. So, uh, the television series Doctor Who, okay, in its early days, was intended as an educational program. It was intended as sort of a um, a Peabody, a Mr. Peabody type thing, where they would go to the past and explore, and you would learn about like Marco Polo or Cleopatra through like the doctor's adventures Mm -hmm. it was only after they kind of like only after like after a little while though like they started introducing sci-fi scripts and those became so popular that they scrapped the educational part altogether jeff so i think what happens 
is that like they, they run for a while with history like a while meaning like 500 years not sure a while a while then spot starts being like hmm, start spot starts like rewriting things yeah and like making things more exciting <laughs> and that's what gets people to be like i think i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go like i know the history of dragon but like i didn't know that like I didn't know that there were mech battles. Oh, Jeff. I mean, it, <laughs> and it comes down to the fact that, like, we never said that he was, like, a spa was a history buff. No. He just likes to, he just likes to be the guy. He likes to be, get, he likes to give people entertainment. You know what I yeah. mean? He likes to, he likes to provide a space for people to really enjoy themselves. Whether it's a place full of games, whether it's a safe mind over matter, he enjoys people engaging with his creations and having a good yes. time. And so I think he would genuinely just be like, yeah, it's getting stale. History is getting stale. You know, I've done my part. People are a little, uh, people are a little more wise about what the world's, uh, what the world's about. And now it's time for me to crank it up a notch. Yeah. I think it's, I think he, I think, yeah, I think he starts turning up dials and that's when he gets people interested. And pretty soon he's just making shit up. Is this why history is so fucking hazy in fantasy? Everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, dude, dragon got blown up by a comet. What? No, it got blown up by <gasps> mech paddles. No way, man. It's, it's still there. It's right fucking there. What are you talking about? No, it's yeah, not. I think it is 100%. I think it is 100% that he has just added a bunch of details. He keeps adding details and changing. That is why no one has ever heard the same story twice. It's because by the time the robots come back to your town, the history of Dragon is just not the same. Is this why Big Jeremy remembers the Battle of Iron Hill being like, my last time with (laughs) Arthur, like... He held me in his arms and, like, I kissed him one last time before I whisked him. But in reality, it's a horribly violent dragon battle. No, that's because Big Jeremy has, you know, love in his eyes. That is true. All right. Going back, edit that out. <laughs> you leave that in. You leave that the fuck in. Well, I think that is why, I think that is why Beast, uh, Beast Folk love the, the pageant of Iron Hill so much. Yeah. It's because, like, even if it's embellished, it is still, like, the purest history that we can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think that, like, it, it has a popularity because, like, I think the robots also tell the story of the Battle of Iron Hill, but they're just so much things are added in that the Beast people are like, I'd rather hear it from someone who was there. Yes. He might not get it 100%, but I'd rather hear it from someone there. Yeah, it's like, it's, you know, the power of oral tradition. It's like the the pageant was created by storytelling. You know what I mean? Like, that's just a story that's been passed down from generations. This is, I think, like, (laughs) speaker tradition, where it's just coming out of a bunch of robots programmed by a ladybug. Yes. Sitting in a casino. (laughs) And still, like, like, no matter how weird they get, I think he still watches everyone, and he's like, nailed it. Never misses a performance. (laughs) But you know what? I will say, Jeff, they do not perform on Wednesday. They don't. Dark Wizard Wednesday. Dark. Dark on Wednesday. (laughs) Do you want to roll on tables? I do. What the fuck is this? What character class or like what he's background? An, he's he's an entertainer. Oh roll yeah, what am I? I'm stupid. Yeah, you're right. Roll me a D8. Roll me a D8 for a personality trait. Hell yeah. Let's go. I love this so much. Four. Nobody stays angry at me for long since I can diffuse any amount of tension. I love this. I love that. I like it because like. He's made these robots. I think it's that anytime he's in like a difficult situation, a robot just like wheels in. <laughs> and like, it's, it's either, it, it's depending on the situation. I think both of these things happen in different, for different people. But I think it's either that you can't really hate the robot and so it kind of like softens your mood or like you can't hate Spot because this robot is so annoying that you're like fucking. Yes, it's, 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 it is one, it is very pol, the robot's reaction I think is very polarizing. Because if I'm in a casino and I just lost like my life savings and a robot wheels over very slowly that's made <laughs> out of like wheels of cheese and it's like, it's okay, buddy, buddy, you'll get your money back, friend. And they're like, oh god, it's either. Would you like me to play you a happy song? No. Bing, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> And I think people take it one of two ways, where it's like, you're right, I'm not that mad anymore. That song is pretty terrible and hilarious, and you are made out of, your legs are wheels of cheese. Like, I can't really, I can't get mad at you. Or it's like, oh my god, the house always wins at the lucky bug, I'm so mad. Where is, can you bring me back, bring me Spot L. Shellman? 
And it's like, let me bring it to him. And it's like the rage shifts then to the robot and not Spot. Yeah. So they're both like a defensive and like a diversionary measure. <laughs> I think Spot knows this. Yeah, oh, I think absolutely. That, like, in scenarios where he's got to like have difficult business things, he keeps a robot on the ready. Wait, can I ask you a question, Joe? If someone cheats at the Lucky Bug, <laughs> do the robots like, time to break your thumbs? <laughs> We're going to kneecap you, and they just have foam noodles, like, <laughs> wailing on you with, like, broomsticks, and you're like, ow, all right, all right, all right, I won't cheat anymore. Get them, fellas. <laughs> I think he has one robot. The enforcer. That is just, like, yeah, pure, like, he has one terrifying Doombot. <laughs> There's one fun bot that is not fun. Do is his name, its name is Doombot. It's Doombot, and he comes. And he's like, "I'm gonna have to call in the Doombot. I don't have a." T-. And they're like, "Just, g- I'll give you the money. I'll, I'll give you the money." Is it a bluff? <laughs> it is. <laughs> the Doombot is, is just Funbot with a goalie mask. <laughs> it's a total bluff. You know, you can give back all the money you stole. Are you gonna have to make me get Doombot? Oh, I've heard about Doombot, man. That thing's supposed to be like nine feet tall and like as tall as as tall as a castle and twice as strong. Yeah, and you see just the Doom like it's in a dark room with like the one single chair and the hockey mask just pops up in the shadows like just take anything you want. When really it's just a broom with a hockey mask on the end of it. <laughs> it's not even a robot. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just a broom with a hockey mask. All right, man. Here, take it back. Take it back. I'm so... God. And he closes the door and you just hear... Dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> Is it false? <laughs> oh. right, roll me a D6 for an ideal. Adam, D6, go. Two fish. Tradition. The stories, legends, and songs of the past must never be forgotten Stop. for they teach us who we Stop. are. Stop. That is not what a two was. Jeff, that's... So- what? Are you kidding me? That is it too. I think that, I mean, Spot is then I, I mean, obviously Spot is a history buff, but I think it's because he's, I mean, he's a beast man, first of all. He is a, I have to get better, by the way, listeners. Uh, let's, what do you want to change it to? Beast folk or beast people? I like beast folk. I like beast folk. So I will be better about this. I know I said it a few times this episode, but you know. Um, so I think he's really deep in beast folk tradition. Like he's, uh, he's been around a while. So I think he's a true, like, he's a, hmm. Is he, is he, does he also have, like, a side passion for, like, the oral history of the world? Obviously, he taught robots all of it. I think, that's what, I think it. that's what gets, I think that's what gets him into doing the history plays, and I think he only starts changing it up because, like, he gets bored? Yeah. I think it's a thing where he gets bored, but he doesn't realize that, like, he's not necessarily the only audience. Yes. So, yeah, I think he has a passion for it, and the only reason he ever changes it is because he got bored. Yeah, I like this. It's important to the world, and it's important to who he is, and honestly, his goal, because it's, you know, it's a long, he has a lifelong tradition of, like, helping people and being a good person. I love it. All right, roll me a d6 for a bond. Ready? These are all very good bonds. Four, turtle. I was so hoping you'd roll a four. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd roll a four. Four, I idolize a hero of the old tales and measure my deeds against that person's. What? Do you know what made him want to be famous? What is it? Hold on, am I getting character here? I remember, I remember the day like it was yesterday. I was, I was, I was, I was barely a larva. <laughs> I just, I was, it was, I was so young. I was so naive. I didn't understand how it worked, but, uh, I remember saving up my lunch money. I saved up my lunch money for like two weeks. And I went to the theater, and I sat there, and I still remember the sound of that box opening. And I tell you, that carrot really did look like a dick. <laughs> <sighs> it just really did look like, no! just, just like it. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> Fucking... This beautiful story about honor and tradition in the times of old. I mean, at the end of the day, like, the way he put a turnip by his dick and said, you know, I, I don't, re- the memory's hazy, but. He said, look at this. He said, look at this. What does that look like to you? And he waved it around. And my God, it's just, my mind opened up for the first time. I was like, man stories right like the world is just stories <laughs> i mean it's like the clouds parted and 
what was revealed to me. <laughs> well, it was in the shape of like a cauliflower, like it was a cauliflower and it didn't really look like a dick, but like he'd held it there and you're like, that's where a dick would be. And I, and you know, Wizard at that time was really deep into mask work. So like <laughs> you had to look past the cauliflower, the fact that the cauliflower didn't look exactly like a dick. You know, you kind of had to see past it, and it was about the point Wizard was making. You know, it was about storytelling and uh, and suspending disbelief that that cauliflower could be his dick. That's the reason why almost all of us tell stories, man. He held two carrots to his forehead. I remember this because I was like, what's he doing? What's he doing? D- dicks aren't on foreheads. And he said, I'm Big Jeremy. E-aw, e-aw. And I remember being like, Stories and history matter. Yeah, I remember being like, man, political satire is really important with our current <laughs> climate. And it's really, uh, it's really important that we take a step back and really question the hierarchy of our own society. And not, not to question it in a rebellion way, but just really look back and be able to laugh at like the, the people who are running the show. It kind of like, it makes them really look like one of us. You know what I mean? Also, important side note, it is not. It was not intentional that he did not make goat noises. That is just that Wizard doesn't actually quite know what a goat sounds like. Hee-haw, hee-haw. He said, goats, right? Hee-haw, hee-haw. No, nobody told him no. Hey, man, what's this little gog on my forehead? Hey, man, I'm that goat, Big Jeremy. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. Everybody thought it was political, but he just didn't know what a goat sounded like. <laughs> it was some stuff. It was like Eddie Murphy Raw, man. It changed the game to see how far you could go in comedy. Ugh. Throw me a D6 for a flaw. <laughs> God, oh, yeah. After all that, w- wonder what his flaw is. <laughs> his flaw is that he likes wizards. He likes wizards act and deep dives into his material. You know, it just, it did look like a dick. And I was like, but it's a carrot. How am I, is my brain? I think... It's like, are you familiar with the Mandela effect? All right, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to roll, I swear. What if we remember it as a carrot, but it was actually a dick? Anyway. <laughs> Poor turtle. I once satirized a noble who still wants my Shut head. The it fu- was a mistake. Shut the fuck up. No. No. <laughs> he pissed off wizard. Wizard's mad at him. Wizard's, Wizard's fucking mad, mad at him. Because he s- never booked him. How did he... S- oh, he satirized him by, I mean, booking his son, first of all. But also... Is Does he think Wizard Wednesday is, like, making fun of him? Wizard thinks, like, Wizard Wednesday is, like, a deep cut to, like, and it would have been the day I booked you, but we're just too busy. When in reality, he's like, I'm just waiting for Wizard to approach me. <laughs> he is more than yeah, welcome at the waiting. Lucky Bug. He's like, I put, I, we set aside every Wednesday. He just has to show up. And he's like, why won't he reach out to me? I'm Wizard, goddammit. So wait, Wizard wants his head. Wizard <laughs> wants to kill the Ladybug. Wizard is so mad at him. He's like, I'm going to kill him. I'm gonna, I'm really going to kill him. Holy shit. Holy shit. So, okay, I like this. I, I, I have the closing note for the episode. I would love to hear it. Ansel Mind Freak has been traveling with Mind, over, with Mind Freak Over Matter for a couple months. He hasn't been back to Iron Hill in a long time. Like, the streets are familiar, but it's weird. You know that weird way when, like, you come back home and the streets are familiar, but it still feels weird? Yeah. Like, you kind of know all the turns, but you're like, I don't fully remember the street names. Yes. He comes home and he's walking around and he finally comes to the Ladybug. And it is not this shabby establishment that he started out at, that he was doing shows at. It is like, it is now it is like the Golden Nugget. The fun bots are still shabby. (laughs) He walks inside. And uh, Ladybug greets him, or Spot greets him, and they sh- they hug and they shake hands. And he says, uh, she's waiting in the back room. What? He walks into the back room. He walks past the fun junk band. And uh, Ravenspire is sitting there. She leans in. So are we doing this? Oh, my God. Yeah. It all, the planning happens. <laughs> Wizard, Wizard wronged him. Ooh. Wizard came at him. You know what happened, Jeff? They went to Fantasy Reddit, and Wizard destroyed the funny bots. Wizard smashed- Wizard destroyed- destroyed a troop of the funny bots. And that is something that cannot- that cannot- can't stand. can't stand that, Jeff. And that's that. and that's the episode. Way to end that fucking episode. That was a good that one. Was that was fucking hilarious. Alright, thank you so much to Plant Bird for the- Thank you so much. This lovely prompt so and our, our beautiful logo. Um- if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own, there are a ton of ways you can do that. There are indeed. You can submit, you can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast. You can use the hashtag fantasy children. Uh, you can post them in our Discord, the link to which is pinned on our Twitter. 
Uh, you can post them on our Facebook, facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. Or you can email us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Yes. Um, if you like the show, consider giving us a lovely iTunes review. It really helps us grow the show and reach more people. It does. Uh, tell a friend. Or social media shoutouts are great. We just want to keep growing the show and reach as many people yes. as possible. Uh, you can also consider backing our Patreon at patreon.com slash allmyfantasychildren. That is a great way to, like, directly help the show cover uh, appearances and equipment and hosting and all that kind of stuff. And you get some neat bonus stuff. You do. You get a lot of neat bonuses. It helps us with really cool stuff, like a live show coming up. Oh, yeah. I guess we should make that announcement proper. Yeah. We're doing a live show. It's going to rule. It's going to rule. July 22nd, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Kitchen Table Gallery. It is part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, which is an amazing assortment of live podcasts. I think they said they have over 60 podcasts yeah, there. There's another one that is really that you should also go to. Yes, you should also go to another live show yeah, that weekend. Yeah. And that is Sawbones. I'm kidding. <laughs> you should go to Sawbones because I like Sawbones is good. Yes. But you should also. But uh, you should also go check out Party of One. We're also doing a live show that is the other podcast that I host. It is an actual play podcast devoted to two-player role-playing games. Uh, this week we played Star Wars Edge of the Empire. Yep. It ruled. Check that out. Yeah, give it a listen. Um, thank you for listening this far into our episode. Uh, our verbal hug this week. Love the things you create. You know, like, create for yourself. The stuff that you create is... The, the stuff that you create, whatever whatever it is... Whether it is, you know, art, or if you just, if, if your, if your passion is just cooking, or like, you know, writing, or drawing, whatever you're making, make it for yourself, and make that the thing that makes you happy. Yeah, like, <clears throat> um, Spot makes funny bots, and they're like shoddy, but obviously he never improved on them because he loved them the way they are, and it's important to yeah. like, if, you know, if you draw, if you do a podcast, if you sing, whatever, if someone's better than you, you know what I mean? It's not like at it. That's that's a matter of perspective and opinion. So keep doing you. You can only do your best and you can only use the tools that you got. You know what I mean? You can improve them, but you can only you can only do you and what you are is perfect and special. That's what's great about you. And so keep making what you make. That makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks everybody for listening. It's been fun. Yes. And until next time, good, good night, night and, and good, good game. game. That was a good episode, eh, Microphone Michael? <laughs> I really enjoyed that episode. I thought that A.A. Ron and Jeff were very funny in their telling of the story. They were by Ladybug Master wills us to move to a new city now. Exporting stage. They basically fold up like Transformers and drive away. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping recording.